I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the Essential for Women multivitamin, and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet and I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the, the essential for women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com slash birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we're sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our very first episode. We are so excited to finally be able to share with you this labor of love. It's been so fun to hear so many different birth stories, but today we're actually starting with mine. I want to remind everyone that Kaylee and I are not medical professionals or experts in this field whatsoever, just two moms who love birth and motherhood. With that being said, I did make mention in this episode about miscarriages and being more fertile afterwards. This is not a proven fact. It's just something I heard from a couple different sources and something I found to be true for me. But I just wanted to clear that up before we got started. We really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed telling it, and be sure to give us a five-star rating if you do. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, what are you waiting for? Head over to at birthnaturally and start following along today. 
So today we're talking to my sister, Kate, who's the co-host of this podcast about her latest uh, birth story, which was a home birth with baby number three. And it was her first home birth. She had two hospital births. So going into this pregnancy, you originally in your plan did not, you were done with two. Yes. (laughs) And how did you come about to this idea of having a third? Well, um, the girls were six and three at the time. And I remember saying to Steve, we're done having kids, right? And he said, well, I wouldn't mind having another one, actually. (laughs) So that kind of just like sparked something in me. And I was like, actually, I wouldn't mind having another one either. So we decided to just start trying right away. I didn't want to waste any time (laughs) if we were going to do this. So um, yeah, I got pregnant, I think, the second month we were trying, and I was still shocked, of course, <laughs> like you always are when you find out you're pregnant. Um, so yeah, that was pretty exciting. Um, I did actually have a miscarriage at, oh, I think a week after finding out, so I was about five weeks, and that was really, that was hard. I mean, you think it's not going to be hard because you've only known for a week, <laughs> but it really, it was very emotional and difficult, but, you know, we got through it, and in that time, we decided, you know what, maybe maybe this is for the best. Maybe we shouldn't have another one. <laughs> and then I got pregnant the next month, <laughs> So, which I didn't even know like that was possible to get pregnant that quickly after a miscarriage. But apparently, you're like more fertile mm-hmm. after having a miscarriage, which obviously I was not aware of. So, yeah, we were pregnant again. <laughs> and going into this pregnancy with Felix, uh, we're going to touch more on that um, later in another episode. Mm -hmm. But you had a tough time after the miscarriage. Yeah, I did. Um, You know, I thought it was okay. Like a few weeks after the miscarriage, I was like, you know what, I'm feeling a little bit better. And then when I got pregnant, I mean, I was excited. And then I just, I got really depressed all of a sudden. It just kind of came on out of nowhere. And I've never felt like that before. But, yeah, like you said, we'll talk about it more. But I didn't know, like, I didn't know anything about perinatal depression at all until that happened. Mm-hmm. I, you never hear about it. You hear about um, postpartum. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was something very new to me and never had that before. So that was really difficult. And it made the first really half of my pregnancy very difficult. But, you know, I made it through. And So, originally... What was your birth plan with Felix? Um, all I knew was that I didn't want to get an epidural again. Mm-hmm. I had an epidural with both, had an epidural with both the girls, and I just decided I didn't want to do it this time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it naturally. I was open to getting the the laughing gas. Yeah, right? yeah. the laughing gas. I was open to that, uh, but I planned on having a hospital birth, and um, I, I actually went to a new midwife this time, and I liked them, but I just felt like something wasn't quite... You weren't clicking. Well, yeah, we weren't connecting mm-hmm. like I wanted to. And they were there was nothing wrong with them. I remember calling you and saying, I just... It doesn't feel right. <laughs> and nice. I couldn't explain it. It just didn't... It didn't feel right. So you recommended I, I use your midwife. So... I was like, all right, I'm going to change midwives. I'm 25 weeks along. I hear people doing it even further along. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try this out. And I went and I was like, yes, this was the right decision. It was amazing. I loved them from 
day one, and I remember them saying to me, you'd be a great candidate for um, a home birth. And I was like... saying that to me in your face. Yeah. I said, "Uh, absolutely not. (laughs) And what I said to her was, I live in a twin, so I can't have a home birth. (laughs) And she was like, who cares? Um, So that that was just kind of the start of it. But I went home and I said, absolutely not. I'm not having a home birth. And I think it took till... You I mean, pretty far along. I was like, I think I was 32 weeks, and I remember calling Stephen saying, you know, I think I might want a home birth. And so we talked about why, and that's, you know, a whole long story, but basically, I didn't want to be in the hospital at all. Like, I, I would find giving birth there, but I wanted to go home right away, and mm-hmm. I know that's not the way it works. Right. You usually have to stay in the hospital for at least 24 hours. So my midwives were like, we can't guarantee you're going to get out after 24 hours like it might take 48 hours so that was really the the driving force for me going maybe I should do it at home Mm -hmm. so that yeah that that's we made the decision I think I was for sure we made the definite decision I think I was about 34 weeks so I didn't have a lot of time to you didn't have a lot of time to prepare you were getting supplies pretty late yeah (laughs) definitely was (laughs) getting everything sorted out with insurance and all Mm -hmm. of that oh my gosh that was a disaster but yeah it it, It all worked out it did and I think it really actually helped my depression a lot getting once I made the decision to have the home birth I was so excited yeah it was like a light went back on Uh Mm uh-huh it's true yeah and it was it almost felt like you had taken control back again and yeah. made this decision and had something that yeah definitely was, that kind of cleared your head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you made this decision. Now your due date is approaching. Now mm-hmm. with the girls, you had them both before your due date. Yes, right? I was a week early with both of them. So <laughs> so you're fully prepared to be I was. At I least I mean, early. <laughs> I thought I was going to be even earlier for some reason. I don't know why, but I was like I got to be ready at 37 weeks. I might have him then. <laughs> um, and we did find out we were having a boy. So, I was fully prepared for him to come super early and he didn't. And <laughs> so, once I got to 39 weeks, I was like, "Oh my gosh, like He's not coming the same time the girls came. So, oh, well, you know, every baby is different. But once I got to 40 weeks, I was like, okay, this is taking too long. <laughs> I've never made it to my due date before. So that was that was weird and different. But I remember everyone was like, oh, my gosh, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? And I was like, I'm actually feeling fine. I was emotionally, like, okay. And yeah. physically, I felt really good, especially at the end. I mean, I was walking so much every day. I felt so good. So it I think wasn't... what made it hard, too, was it was the beginning of the school year. Yes. <laughs> so there was a lot of opinions and people, mm-hmm. and you know that when you're at the end of your pregnancy and everyone is... Yeah. You didn't have that baby yet? Right, and exactly. And you're hearing that every single day. That yep. can drive you a little bit crazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it was definitely a, a, hard, a hard time because it was beginning of September and getting the kids to school. Like, Nellie just started preschool. Olive was in second grade. So just dealing with all that, it was difficult. It was a lot going on at once. But, um, yeah, once I, you know, got them off to school and everything, I was like, okay, now I'm ready for him to come. This is good. So, um, yeah, so... He definitely took his time. <laughs> and then, so let's talk about when labor finally did start. <laughs> yeah. So I had a, an appointment with my midwife when I was 40 weeks, four days. Okay. So they actually canceled the appointment because... 
they were at a birth. I and remember I was like, this. You were not okay. Yeah. I was like, no, I, I need to know what has, like, when they're going to induce me, like, what, what you know, how long are they going to let me go? So I was panicking, and I, I emailed my midwife, Kathy, and I said, I don't know what to do. Should Is there anything I can do to start in labor naturally? Like, I don't know what to do. So... So she said, you know what, I'm going to, after this birth, I'm going to meet you at the office. So she met me after the girls got done school, I, or after Olive got done school, I went to her office, she met me there, and, and that was, I mean, I felt so, I, I, it was so sweet of her to, you know, take time out of her day to actually meet me right that day, because she knew I was panicking. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so she asked me, do you want me to check you? And I was like, sure, why not? I mean, I'm past my due date I'd, I'd like to know like what's going on so she she said I was about two centimeters dilated she asked if I wanted her to strip my membranes and I was like yeah why, let's do it mm-hmm. um so she did that and as soon as I walked out of her office I had this horrible back pain that didn't go away it just I don't know I don't know what it was from still but something happened when she stripped my membranes and I was on the couch the rest of the night. It was it was not fun. Um, and then I woke up at 5 a.m. to contractions. Oh, that was what I didn't realize that that was the next day. I didn't even. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It definitely worked. I mean, a lot of people said that I've heard a lot of people say that they've had to get their membranes stripped like multiple times mm-hmm. before it does anything. But it only took one try for me. <laughs> so. I remember you texted me around five, and you said, "I think something is happening. Were you yeah. having contractions in the night, or were?" Uh, yeah, like the, so. The first contraction started at five o'clock, and then they were, like, I would say four to nine minutes apart. They weren't consistent, but they were definitely coming quickly, mm-hmm. um, and they weren't too painful. So I was, I was managing just fine. So I, I, I ended up contacting my midwife about noon, and I think by that point they were probably about three to six minutes apart. So still not, like, super consistent. So she said, when you get any bloody show, text me or call me again. Mm -hmm. So I updated her about two when I had that happen, and the contractions were, like, three minutes apart then. So they were like, okay, we'll be there. We're coming now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they came in about three, and I remember my the midwife, Camille, saying, you just look too happy. And I was like, oh, gosh, that's not a good sign. (laughs) That's not what you want to hear. So, but I was still doing okay. So, but I I guess because you think your third's going to come so much quicker. Mm -hmm. Um, My first labor was about 17 hours. Second was about eight hours. So I was like, this is probably going to be four hours. So I wanted to, I wanted them to come and be here. So they checked me about five. They asked finally, do you want us to check you? And I was like, yeah, I do. And they said I was about, two to three centimeters dilated and that was heartbreaking um yeah I was I was devastated (laughs) it's been hours and hours 12 12 hours hours, yep and no progress no progress and I I don't even see how that was possible they were like sometimes two minutes apart like these contractions were not doing any good yeah so and I think the problem was like thinking back I all I wanted to do was be on all fours. That's what felt good. Mm-hmm. So I that's all I did. But really, I should have been up moving around and trying to really get things going. And I didn't know that because this was my first natural labor. You know, I'm used to just sitting in a bed mm-hmm. and things just happening. 
So they said, let's just give you some time to yourself. You can, you know, labor on your own. Maybe that will help. So they left and they said, and on their way out, they said, go up and down the steps too. Like that will help do lunges and squats and all that. So I started doing the steps. And as I got to the bottom of the stairs, you were coming in to get the girl's clothes. And I just burst into tears. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. But I remember at that point, because I had been with you in the morning, Mm -hmm. and you, I mean, I could see it in you that you were clearly further down the line in labor. Because Mm -hmm. in the morning, you were... You were happy. Yeah. You were talking. And yeah, we now were you watching were, Impractical Jokes. Yeah, I was like and laughing. You were laughing. <laughs> yeah. And now you looked just defeated. Yeah, I was. And I was so scared. For some reason, I had it in my head that they were going to send me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. Like, my water hadn't broken. Not There's no reason that they would have. But, you know, you just hear stories and you're like, mm-hmm. maybe that'll happen. And at that point, I was like, I am not going to the hospital. Absolutely not. So... Yeah, I was definitely upset, and I was like, how long is this going to take? <laughs> like, that is my question. You know what? I remember you You mentioned a couple times, you, like, you were concerned with their timeline, that you didn't want them to be... Oh, you yes. You kept saying that, and I, and I remember saying to you, this is your time, yeah. and the, we're on your... Everyone <laughs> is on your time, and... I was afraid of the midwives, like, having to be there for so long. <laughs> I was just like, that really upset me. To I know. Think of, but, you know, when you're in labor, it's like you're... Not thinking. <laughs> no, not not definitely not thinking clearly. So, so the yeah. midwife, the then the midwives went out. They mm-hmm. got something to eat, and yep. we kind of went into full like, let's you, do this. That's <laughs> let's like, get things moving. Yeah, and you were doing like squatting through yep. contractions and lunges and changing positions, uh-huh. and we kind of yeah we, we looked up some position. You Steve was kind of helping support you, yep. and mm-hmm. you could see that kind of like it. Oh my gosh, it. Definitely Things worked. took a turn. Yes, everything. And, like, having you and Steve here with, here with me, it just, it really, really helped, like, having that support. And I think not having the midwives, like, just it's watching like, me, I think it no just. There's no pressure. Yes. It and you just had a little glass so of wine. I did. Oh, my gosh. I remember you saying, why not? Because I was like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And you said, just get a little bit of wine. It'll just calm me down. And I said, you know what? That actually sounds really good. So I drank a little wine, and it just relaxed me. And. And I just was like, I can do this. Your physically was, you know, tenses up. Oh, and my gosh, yeah. When, almost, and you want the opposite to happen. Yeah. And especially when you get news like that, when it, you're so upset, it, it's hard to get back into like, okay, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. It's got to happen. It's going to happen eventually, <laughs> but, like, I want it to happen now. Um, so, yeah, and then I, I definitely was having more intense contractions. And I remember you saying I was, like, Standing there, falling asleep between contractions. You really were. You were standing up completely asleep. Like, I suppose <laughs> almost snoring. And Steve, I remember Steve looking at me, looking <laughs> bewildered. Is this that normal? Is so weird. Like, I don't even remember that. I remember, like, being really, really relaxed, like, between each contraction. Really trying to take the time to, like, rest. It's amazing what your body can I, it do really when, is. It, when it's, it's that tired. It's insane. <laughs> um, but I felt like they were things were definitely getting more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I was like, I think I'm gonna throw up. So then I'm thinking, am I in transition? But it wasn't. I wasn't there yet. But I was really super nauseous. I remember Steve had to get the trash can. I didn't actually end up getting sick, but I felt really nauseous. I think because things were moving quickly. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't. I think they were gone for an hour and a half, two mm-hmm. hours, maybe something like that. So it wasn't that long, and things definitely progressed. So when they finally came back, 
when they finally came back and then you had to go home to watch my kids, um, <laughs> they checked me again and I was a five. So that's pretty good. I was like, okay, I can deal with a five. And they said usually from, like, that's the slowest part so of the labor. Right. Yeah, so uh, until five. So I was, like, feeling a little bit better <laughs> at that point. Um, they did that rebozo mm-hmm. and that was kind of cool. I'd never heard of that before. And, yeah, it was definitely getting harder and harder. And they said, do you want to go upstairs or do you want to stay down here? So I said, let's go upstairs. And I'm going to get in the shower. Because I had been in and out of the shower all day. It just it felt so good. And every time I went in there, um, our bathtub is kind of small. So the bath wasn't really as comfortable. So I would just be on all fours in the shower. <laughs> and it felt so good. So we went up and... I was in the shower for a while. They brought the my birth ball into the shower with me so I could, like, lean over it on all fours. And I just didn't want to get out. I was like, this feels so good. And then all of a sudden, Kathy came in and she goes, you sound like you are getting ready to push. So do you want to have this baby in here or do you want to go <laughs> into your room? And I said, let's go into the room. So Wait, means- uh, we should add this one bit in. Yeah. During your the end part of your pregnancy when they were checking positioning, Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a big one. Yeah. So he kept, you want them to be ROA, mm-hmm. and he kept going to LOA, and they said, like, that's not a huge deal, but it's not the best position. It's mm-hmm. just, it could be a longer labor. And he kept flipping. He kept going forth. back and forth. Every, every time I went, he'd be in a different position. And I was so worried about it. I remember talking to you every week and saying... Oh, he's back to LA. Like, this isn't good. <laughs> I was so worried. <laughs> so, like, the day before when I went to the midwife, he was in the right position. So I was like, okay, cool. Perfect. This this is good, you know? So anyway, um, I get out of the shower. And me and Steve had set the room up at, like, 6 a.m. So everything, you know, all the plastic and everything, you know, that long list of things that you have to get. Everything was set up. We had our playlist going all day. And um, so it was nice and, like, cozy and relaxing in our room so so we go in there and yeah I, I was definitely going through transition at that at this time so I, I decided to just labor next to the bed I, I had my arms up on the bed I was kneeling on the floor and that was just I was like grabbing onto a pillow <laughs> and that I couldn't move I didn't talk I didn't you know nothing and I should say I'm not the calmest person but all day in labor I was the calmest I've ever been. You were like, really calm and you were really quiet. Yeah, I was, I'm surprised because that is not how I am. Like, even Steve was like, you didn't yell at me at all. Like, the whole labor, I was shocked. So, um, <laughs> so he had been doing, you and Steve had been doing counter pressure on me all day. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when I was going through a transition, the counter pressure did not feel good. And I didn't say anything to Steve for a few contractions, but it started to really hurt. And I said to <laughs> you Steve... You didn't want to... You said you didn't want to, like, hurt his I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I'm like... <laughs> so, I'm really, I'm thinking in my head, like, Steve, please stop. But he wasn't stopping. So, I finally I say, don't do that. <laughs> really quietly. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I had never gone through a transition without an epidural. So, it was just... It was really intense. It was... You know, it's different than saying, like, it's so painful. You know, it's not, like, so painful. It's just this intense pressure. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, like, what was happening with my body. I'm like, is this normal? <laughs> is that At that point, are the contractions, like, one on top? I mean, my youngest is I had, nine, yeah. so it's been a long time. Since no, you, you had a break. I had a break. I did have a break. And when I had a break, I mean, I couldn't even talk 
in during the breaks. Like you just need that time to like Focus, get yeah get focused, get your head straight, and then you'd have another one. And that was when like I was loud, and I'm like, oh my god, the neighbors can hear me. <laughs> That's like, of course, what's going through my head again? Worrying about someone. Someone but, else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was thinking that, but you know, you just make these weird noises and. Afterwards, my midwife had taken a video of it and sent it to me after, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's what I sounded like." It's <laughs> they so primal. Weird. I'm sure that's you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, when I was having that pressure, it felt good to like bear down a little bit. I wasn't pushing, but that's just like it felt good. I don't know. And then as I was doing that, my water just burst like everywhere. And that was, like, shocking, too. And I remember I didn't even comment on it. I couldn't even say anything about it. I was just like, yep, there's my water. So Camille asked how I was feeling. And I said, I feel like I have to push. But it wasn't, like, this overwhelming feeling of, you know, Mm -hmm. of of having to push. I just kind of felt it. So I started to push a little bit. And I still think I started to push too early. I wish that I had waited um, until it was, like... Until it was an overwhelming urge mm-hmm. to push. Okay, so at 9.40, I started to push without them telling me to or anything. They didn't check me. I just was like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to do this now. So uh, I was on all fours, and I was pushing. And it was taking a while, so they were like, let's get you in bed. And I didn't really want to do that. I, it did not feel good to be on my back at all. So, but for some reason, they made me change positions. I'm not really sure why. So, they kind of had me on my side in the bed. It was, like, this very awkward position. But, um, so, I was pushing, and I was loud. And they were like, you can't do that. Like, you're not pushing the right way. (laughs) So, I kept do. I just kept pushing wrong. And so, she would just remind me again how to do it. And I'm like, okay, I know, I know. I just, okay, got it. (laughs) And I think I wasn't even, like, I couldn't, like, comprehend quite what she was saying just because there's so much going on and at that point it's like you can when you when you have the breaks in between it's like you're like driving the train almost it feels like Mm -hmm. and then it gets to a point where it's almost like ahead of you and you're like getting run over by a train right exactly (laughs) I think that's where I was and I was just like it's like you're just chaos yes so I was definitely loud at that point and so I was pushing and pushing and then Camille checked and she saw that I had a cervical lip so she had to like move that out of the way oof yeah, that wasn't very comfortable, but a few big pushes, and he came out, and that was incredible. And the first thing I said was, Steve, I'm never having another baby, <laughs> of course. Um, and Steve caught him, which he was so excited about, and it was so special, and I, I, he handed him to me, and it was, I was just like, oh my god, I really did that? Like, it was insane. And I have to say, I did not feel the ring of fire. You didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I... It didn't that feel was good. What, you know, it was. It's funny because you said the whole time you were most concerned about pushing. Yeah. Without an epidural, and I mm-hmm. told you it'll feel good to be productive after yeah. feeling so like the contractions are just they're happening in right, you. Right. Right. And this is something that you can do to kind of like. I know. I hear so many people say that, and I didn't understand it. Now I totally get it. I can't believe you didn't feel the ring of fire. I didn't. No. I I think nothing felt good at that time, and I was just so focused on getting him out. I didn't even – like, if it was happening, I didn't feel it. (laughs) So 
So I guess that's a good Count thing. Count your lucky stars, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was um, it was amazing. Once he was out, I was just like, oh my god, I, I I just couldn't stop smiling. It was crazy. It was just so crazy. So they did have to give me um a shot of pitocin because they said I was bleeding, which I think is pretty like it happens often. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he's born at. 1025, and Steve actually knows the song that he was born to, so that's, like, so special. Now, every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they, the reason that your labor took so long was that he... He was posterior. Yeah, completely posterior. Which and nobody knew going they, into... Yeah, nobody knew. And that would so, probably explain your back pain. Oh, yeah, it totally would. And they after I had him, they said, that was a really hard labor. And I was like, I... I thought it was, too. <laughs> so it kind of, I mean, it wasn't, I, I should say, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. But that's kind of, like, worse than normal. Right, so exactly. if you can do that, then you can do anything. I know, exactly. Like, in a way, it felt like, okay, like, that's, like, validating, you know, mm-hmm. that I could do that. But at, at the same time, I'm thinking back, and I'm like, okay, I, it was exhausting and tiring, but, like, it really wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. And... I think the hardest part, obviously, was going through a transition. I felt like that took a while, too. So that mm-hmm. was hard. I would say that was probably the hardest part. And I think because he wasn't in the right position, transition took longer, mm-hmm. which made it more difficult. So in a sense, I can see that part. But the whole labor, looking back, obviously now, you know, having some time to go through it, it just feels like it felt so amazing. And just giving birth at home, it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. I can't say enough good things about it, really. It's so, so, a lot of people, when they're thinking of home birth, they're thinking, I don't want to have to deal with the cleanup afterwards. Oh, my gosh. I know. I thought that, too. But as, like, I'm holding him and trying to nurse and everything, they started cleaning up, and, like, it was all gone. Like, I, I went to take a shower, and everything was cleaned up. I, yeah, I got to your house, what, about 10 minutes after he was born? Uh-huh. And we live a block away from each other. All the kids were at my house. Mm-hmm. I was getting married the next day. <laughs> a fia- lot going on in our family. My fiance had all of the kids. They were all <laughs> sleeping at this point, though, so that was fine. Thank goodness. Yeah. And I, I ran down, and by the time I got here 10 minutes later, there was a baby here. Obviously, yeah. there had been a birth, but there was no gore. There no. was no blood. Nothing. I know. I the didn't Midwest- see anything. I literally did not see any bit there of was blood, some, No, there were some trash bags with yep. some stuff in it, and they had taken care of everything. Yep. It, it was amazing. I mean, I, yeah, that part was just like, I didn't have to do anything. Nothing. All I had to do was sit in bed, and then I decided I wanted to get up right away and take a shower. And that was nice to just get cleaned up in my own bathroom. And and the midwife stayed for a while. They they were like, what, what do you want to eat? And then Steve ended up just going down to, like, heating up some, like, tofu burritos for us but um it was just it was so special to just not even have to get out of bed if I didn't want to and just here's my baby and go to sleep that's so nice yeah and oh my gosh he's been just like the best baby ever I remember so. the next morning bringing the girls over to oh my him. gosh and it was just such a special like mm-hmm. everything was so peaceful and you three were in bed yeah and oh, my gosh. They were so excited. And then they came into bed with us, and I think that we stayed there, like, all day, all of us. Which is <laughs> so nice. To it not was. To it was. I couldn't have, have asked for. poking you and... Yeah, te- seriously. Yeah. I mean, that, to me, was, like, one of the worst things about having a hospital birth is them coming in all night. So I just got to, like, sleep, 
not that I slept very well because it just was like, I just had a baby. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep. I just want to stare at him. <laughs> um, so, like, I mean, we could have slept all night, but <laughs> obviously we didn't. Right. But it was still just, it was, it was incredible. So, now, is there anything you would have changed about your birth looking back? Or would you have prepared anything differently? Or would you... I because think, now, we should also say, now, you said immediately afterwards, I'm not having any more yeah. babies. Now, Felix is three months old. <laughs> and I want another one. I've wanted another one since, like, the like day the after. the day after. I think the day after you yeah. said, I think uh-huh. you would have a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I mean, I also love... Like, I think with each kid, I've loved the baby stage more and more and, like, the newborn stage more and more. And now I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine not having another little baby. So, yeah, I do want another one. And, I mean, he's only three months old, so obviously we'll see when he turns one and if he's, like, some crazy little boy. But I feel like usually that high of giving birth, like, it goes away pretty quickly. Like, after a couple weeks, you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe I don't want another one. But this is not going away, so we'll see. You've been pretty consistent. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I mean, and also the thought of never having another home birth, like, just devastates me. I need to have another one. But um, would I do anything different? I feel like I was really prepared, as prepared as I could have been Mm -hmm. um, for the birth. I did a lot of research. I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I read Ina book. Mm -hmm. You gave that to me. And that was, like, really helpful. Plus, just listening to other birth podcasts, I feel like, is what really got me ready. Mm -hmm. Just hearing all all the good, the bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of that really, really helped. Um, But I think... I think, honestly, I probably would have let him come on his own timeline. I think that's the only thing I would have done differently. Remind me of that when I'm further along yeah. in my pregnancy and I get yeah. very because in- I don't impatient. think he, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I totally get that. I think I was just thinking, next week I have to like go into the hospital for a non-stress test, and I didn't want to do that. I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to... No. How, <laughs> do you know how long they would have let you go? I'm not sure. I think if everything looked okay, then they probably would have just let me go for at least two weeks overdue. Mm -hmm. We didn't really go into too much detail. We just said, she just said the next week after like 41 weeks, you have to go in for for, um, non-stress test. Mm -hmm. And I should say, he was only seven pounds, four ounces. He was my second smallest baby. So, and he had, when he was born, he was covered in that. Vernix. Vernix, yeah. So, I feel like he just wasn't ready to come yet. He's like, I'm not in the best position. I'm going to take my time because my whole labor was 17 hours. So it was like the same as as my first birth. Yeah. So I just don't think that he was ready. So if I were to do it again, I would have waited, let him come when he wanted to come. And like I said, not pushed. Like I probably would have tried to let that fetal ejection reflex just take over. I wouldn't let that happen. It happened to me with Jude, and it was, it? I remember them telling me, don't push. You're like, ah, uh, he's, like, g- he's coming. But my body is pushing. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only things I would have changed, but it's, you know, just small things, and uh, overall, it was incredible, and I, I mean, I couldn't even listen to my birth playlist for, like, months after, <laughs> a couple months after I just started listening to it, because it just, it's so emotional and so special. Yeah, it was, it was really incredible. How did your recovery compared to with the girls? Did, did you was, do anything differently? or I did. I mean, I really took my time, like, getting out into the world. I stayed in bed a lot. 
Um, and I just didn't push myself. I didn't walk my daughter to school. I didn't do any of that. I just took all the help I could get. And I really think it helped. And it just let me recover naturally instead of pushing myself too much. And you see, uh, like, you do see a lot of other moms who are out and about, like, a couple days later. And I was like, I don't want to be that. (laughs) I want to just take my time. Stay in this little bubble for as long as you can. And, I mean, I still feel like I'm just kind of staying at home as much as possible and just enjoying my baby you know, just looking at him and making him smile and doing all those things. Especially so, with ha- I think having, uh, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. both of our older kids are two and a half years apart. Yeah. And so you're kind of in the thick of it when, mm-hmm. the, when the second one is born. Right. And when you have a third, when you have a gap between, uh-huh. you get... You can really you, enjoy the baby and just mm-hmm. not, like, and the girls enjoy the baby with me together, you know, but they're... They're older, and it's nice. And, I mean, I have to say, it's so nice to have their help because of seven, and she is, like, another little mommy. Yeah, she even awesome. says that herself. <laughs> it's, she's it's so, so confident nice. with him. And yeah. She, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I I don't know how people do it with, like, three toddlers. I wouldn't want to do that. I think <laughs> we, we made the right choice waiting, and it's just been it's just been great. Thanks for sharing your story with us. That was... Of course. Uh, I mean, we're, we're just starting out on our podcasting journey. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we hope to touch on other birth stories and other natural parenting moments. And we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe to our podcast. And if you like us, then give us a five-star review. <laughs> yeah, and share us with a friend. Maybe a friend who is... Contemplating uh, having a home birth or a natural birth. Uh, hearing all sorts of birth stories can be helpful to, mm-hmm. to moms. Exactly. So we th- thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.